going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 224 of the Geeks Out of Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Walter. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? This week we're geeking out about loot boxes versus battle passes, Sherlock Holmes being too nice, and the worst streaming services we've ever used. But first, special shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Grace. Specifically, Brian Strother, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Sam Watson, Hannah Bacon, Dan Alo, Trey Brayband, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., Hannah Goose, Dalton Burton, Michael, Caleb, Ardoin, and Communication Flail. We appreciate you guys so much. Uh, yes, let's indeed. Get into this podcast. What uh, what games have you been playing, LJ? Okay, so I had a whole week off just about because I had to wait to get COVID tested, mm-hmm. uh, which came back negative. So I'm super grateful oh, for that. Good. Yes, and uh, so I haven't been back to work, so I finished. A few things. The kind of the highlights, though, was I finished Gris, which is really good. Nice. Um, what is Gris again? You, I think you talked about it last week, didn't you? Uh, not last week. I posted something about it on Twitter. Uh, Gr- Gris is a. Uh, it's like a. It's a like kind of a platformer, but it's very artistic. It's. Mm-hmm. It looks like a dang painting, like all of it. Like it's really it good. Oh, it looks cool. An award for. It won an award on at the Game Awards, I think. I think it was for like like one of the indie awards. Yes, yes. It's so pretty. Yes, I posted about it on Twitter and I posted some screenshots. Um, that is a really pretty game. It is really good. It there's no words in it whatsoever, no text, no nothing. <laughs> it's it's it, it tells the a visual story. There's some platforming. There's some light kind of like puzzle stuff where basically it's like. You gotta, you know, figure out what this thing does. Like, you get, like, a small ability, like, with each area that kind of helps you do stuff. And it's it's so good. I recommend everybody play it. It's probably on the Steam, on the Steam Summer Sale right now, I, I would imagine. Um, but, yeah, it's super good. I've been meaning cool. to play it, but when I got it, was, uh-huh. I, I got it last summer. So I've actually had it for a long time. Right. But last summer, I had um, two family members die and i know the game is like about the stages of grief yes so i was like i should wait before playing yeah. this or i'm going to start crying like a baby so at this point i probably could play it um but now i just think about last summer mm-hmm. anyway that's an entirely different yeah game, but it looks it, awesome it definitely still kind of hit home for me a little bit um but it's so symbolic in everything in like mm-hmm. what it's trying to say um, so it's really good. I highly recommend it. Um, the other game I played, uh, was Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, which I have dubbed, uh, Space Force, the video game. Um, <laughs> because basically that's what it is. It's Call of Duty in space and like in the future. And like, you even like, there's like, some Star Wars-esque moments where you even get in this thing called the Jackal and you like, you do some like dog fights and stuff. Uh, it's, it's really good. It's got a cool campaign. Uh, it's kind of like a Rogue One type of story to where, like, most of the cast, like, ends up, like, dying and stuff. Um, th- this game's been out for a good couple years. Everybody just kind of wrote it off when that when the first uh, Modern Warfare remaster came out. Um, but what I liked at the end is, uh, in the credits, you, listen, you can listen to eight different audio logs, which are basically letters to their loved ones, like, that they recorded, like, upon their death or whatever. Oh, wow. Which is cool. And then... 
and then uh, one of them is a robot, uh, like kind of this like. I don't know if he was like a prototype, but they basically implanted someone in someone's mind into like a robot, kind of, kind of like that one I talked about last week a little bit. Um, but basically, like his letter was to like the captain, your character, and so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, because like he was like the only one of his kind, and like he kind of butts heads with like the one of the marines in the story a little bit, because you know he's a robot, he's not human. Um, but that's a super cool campaign. I like it. I I recommend it. I bet that game is on a steep sale too. Um, but yeah, I, I played a whole bunch of stuff, but those two were th- easily uh, my highlights. Cool. <laughs> well, I didn't do much in the way of gaming. Shelly, did you? I didn't play anything new. I've been playing more um, Digimon World Next Order. I played more Overcooked 2. Let's see. Oh, cool. Overcooked 2 actually gets pretty hard. And stressful and annoying. Pretty, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had to take a break, Daniel and I, because we're just like, man, there's like, for, like World One, we were like, no, we can't, we got, we can't go on until we get all three stars, right? So three stars on everything, and then the second world, it's like, I think we got mostly three stars on on most things, except for like the really hard ones, and then World Three is like two star, yeah, we're good, let's move on. <laughs> things like you start flying around and air balloons and it's not it gets yeah, crazy air balloons. we're in the wizard wizard world right so that's world three and so that's just so much shenanigans because it's like you're trying to do all the stuff but also the you gotta use portals and you gotta like things keep moving around and you don't know how to, and sometimes you get cut off I from like where you need to go because you weren't paying attention <laughs> and now everything's moving around it's it's fun but it's it's stressful. <laughs> I'm sure it would be good for my ADHD, but because of my ADHD, the game breaks me. I just <laughs> cannot. I do not enjoy it at all. Um, I get why people would, but I, oh. I like it. My mind just shuts like, off. Level one was very fun, or level, the, the first world was very fun, I thought, but now it's getting to a point where it's like, you need to make these specific pieces and burritos and everything's moving and it's just nuts so it makes me want to punch something i don't know (laughs) not a lot of things make me want to punch things (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) but i'm glad you enjoyed it (laughs) (laughs) we'll get into the gaming news a lot of weird things going on lj go for it there's there's so much going on um still um so uh the so the first piece is kind of kind of not the most recent but but still i think relevant enough to talk about um so pokemon unite got announced last week yeah i think i'm the only person excited about this game i mean i'm excited about it too i know there's a few people that are definitely interested like hey pokemon pokemon mobile like it's the most disliked pokemon video from yeah. the Pokemon company. They took it down and put it back up, and they got more dislikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was bad. Crazy. So, the reason yeah. I like it, people... I I say that I don't play anything, but I literally play Arena of Valor every single night. Uh, and I just don't want to come every week and be like, I played Arena of Valor again. Right, uh, right. But Arena of Valor is made by Tencent, who is making this. And from the looks of it, the even the character selection looks exactly like... 
Arena of Valor. So I feel like the characters mm-hmm. will probably be new and the, the abilities will be new. Uh, but mm-hmm. for the most part, as far as the game goes, it looks kind of like a, a reskin almost. The exact same thing, pretty Which, much, except Pokemon. I like Pokemon, and I've been playing Arena of Valor every night for the last, like, four years. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of cool with it because it'll shake things up but allow me to still continue playing uh, a game that I enjoy. But yeah. I didn't realize, for one, people don't like Tencent. And two... People don't want a MOBA of Pokemon, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't... I feel like this would have been okay if it was made, like, four years ago. Okay. Um, When MOBAs were actually popular. Sorry, Cody. I started playing them <laughs> four years ago, so that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, I If it was not made by Tencent, because Tencent is a very scummy company... Um, by many sources mm-hmm. like since it's just mean and bad and evil kind of because they're just they support the china overlord um, <laughs> they sell your info they sell your info they're just anyway and not to companies but to like that. yeah i think for me i was and i know there's a lot of other pokemon fans who are in the same boat as me um watching the announcement from the week before how they announced new pokemon snap among yeah. everything else and that's like whoa that's the thing we've been waiting for since like mm-hmm. wii u days like we've been wanting a new updated pokemon snap and this is exactly what we wanted awesome this is super cool and then they end their presentation by saying oh just wait till next week we have something really big that we're planning on talking about and it's like oh what could this be what could be bigger than pokemon snap what could you know <laughs> it's not going to be more Sword and Shield DLC news, probably, because that seems like, they, you know, they just talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of people are, have people have been theorizing um, Gen 4 remakes. People were talking about maybe Let's Go Johto or something. Um, and I thought, you know, it's really soon for any of those games to come out. But you know what? Let's just see. Let's just see what they got. And this is what they got. And yeah, I'm just... It's really crazy that they haven't made an MMO, MMO, MMO yet because there are other companies that are taking kind of their idea and making MMOs yeah. around them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I Kindred Fates, for example, um, is um, on Kickstarter. I already backed it. Yeah. But it's basically And then they have that, that Temtem like thing, which is basically Temtem, an MMO, too. That one that's already, yeah, that one's already come out. But And people really like those games. People are ditching Pokemon to go to those games. Once Kindred Fates comes out, like, it's super good. That's why I backed it. Or at least it looks super good, which is why I'm backing it. Um, I'll probably just play that game instead of, like, any new Pokemon game that might come out. Again might be interested in a gen 4 remake because gen 4 was great but at this point it's just given their presentations it just sounds like they're they know how much money they make they know that they're the most successful franchise like ever um and they it just sounds like they're just making low quality mobile free to start games and that's the important language that they use they don't say free to play Mm -hmm. they don't say um you know anything like that it's free to start which just means pay to win um it just sounds like they're they're making these games and they're just like yeah you know it's not super well thought into well thought into but um we're making money and we're coasting and like you know they're gonna get away with it because it's pokemon but so it just annoys me my thought is that what they should have done was they should have done unite 
with the cafe and Pokemon Smile yes. stuff, and then yes. waited to do Pokemon Snap in mm-hmm. play where Unite ended up getting announced. I think that's what they uh, should yeah. have done. I would not have been as upset. And right. I think I've I've read lots of theories on Reddit because again, a lot of people are saying these similar things too. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people theorize that Tencent, being as scummy as they are, paid off the Pokemon company to make a separate block for them. That makes sense. I could see that. And I'm like, you know, that does make sense. And that just makes me hate Tencent even more. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so speaking of pay to win and all that jazz, uh, Crash Bandicoot 4 is apparently going to have in-game purchases, according to a thing in the Microsoft store. And um, so basically this sounds like cosmetic items because in the trailers and stuff you see Crash and Coco wearing like different outfits. There's like a pre-order uh, thing where they where they have different outfits. And so um, I think that's hopefully the worst of what that game is going to see because it's like what else can you do with in-game purchases for a game like that. Um, but this also, uh, we also have a question related to that piece of news on Crash. Uh, so Xenotron asks uh loot box or battle passes which one do you prefer i i think i'd go with the battle pass because usually the battle pass you get some kind of skin that you know you're gonna get yes or mm-hmm. and for me the only time i've ever bought something like this has been for skins and cosmetic items um, right i don't like loot boxes because i don't like that i'm spending something sometimes money to the get a random thing I know some people are into like that gambling aspect of it, but I, I hate that because it's a gambling aspect. I want, if I'm paying money, I want to know what I'm getting. Right, right. So that's that's where I'm at. And I'd be good with just sell skins. I mm-hmm. I was looking at uh, Apex. I almost spent $20 on a skin for Wraith, but it was like Oof. 20 bucks, And I was like, that's way too much. And the reason they did that is because if you bought like the pass or whatever, then it would be a little bit cheaper. And I'm like, if you would have sold that skin for ten dollars, I would have mm-hmm. been, I would have given you the money right away. But I'm not going to spend DLC money on a single skin. Yeah, so I, I think of uh, most recently Smite uh, because you know how they just did the Avatar stuff. Um, last year they did the Ruby skins and all that stuff in the Battle Pass. And in my mind, I do prefer Battle Passes because, like you said, you're earning the thing you're working towards. I buy the Battle Pass regular regularly for. Call of Duty now to play with my friends, and then off and on I'll buy the Rocket League one. But for Smite, like you're saying, like I would have loved to buy those skins for Ruby, which apparently you can now do a whole year later. Um, but it's one of those things. It's like I don't play Smite enough to where I, I would have purchased that Battle Pass. But mm-hmm. I think Battle Passes are good because you're kicking down ten bucks like to a company that you're like, hey, I play this enough, I'll you know I'll, I'll spend that money. And uh, if you play it enough, you're gonna. Chances are, you're gonna already fill that all those tiers, and you're gonna be able to basically get the next battle pass for free anyway. Uh, so that's that's why I like battle passes. Cool. Shelly, do you have a preference? Um. See, I'm trying to think, and I've never really played games that have game passes and loot boxes like those are just not really the type of games that i play that have those right but i would if i have to choose one i would say game pass because i again i i'm a bigger fan of knowing what i'm paying for um i mean i think of like the fighter pass and smash like you don't necessarily know when you're like pre-ordering it what you're entirely gonna get but you know you're gonna get fighters you mm-hmm. know that they're gonna be high quality so yeah 
Loot boxes just, I don't know. Loot boxes are too gambly. Yeah, I think, I think I'm think i okay with loot boxes as long as I'm not paying for them. Like Overwatch, if you rank up or if you win matches, you earn a loot box. And I'm like, Which okay, that's sense. cool because I, I didn't that's... spend money on it. You know, like if I spend money on it, like, yeah, that's a little more risk. I think with Overwatch, the one time I have spent money is like, oh, I'm going to stream this game. I'll open a few boxes at the beginning of the stream and, you know, like maybe we'll get something cool kind of a deal. Yeah, which totally but, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So that is uh, one of our listener questions and one of our other news pieces combined together. Uh, so the third piece of news is interesting. The Harry Potter RPG is back in the news. This is that one that got leaked that uh, focus testers... Like, there was, like, leaked footage from, like, a focus tester, like, a, a year or two ago. And uh, this is back in the news because uh, sources say that it's uh, it's, it's going to come out uh, late 2021... Uh, next year and it's going to be set in Hogwarts obviously um, yeah and so they're saying uh, let me see what the, what the I don't know if this is like a working title or not uh, but there is a particular title that, oh it's called uh, Hogwarts A Dark Legacy so uh, that's supposedly what it's going to be called what I like about that is to me it sounds kind of like the thing they did with uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor it's like it's not actually using the Harry Potter name, but it's like still saying like, "Hey, it's in this world." So, um, and it's from a company called Avalanche. They've done some stuff for Disney Infinity, and they've done some developer work for like other games. Uh, but they're a loyal uh, WB company. I think they've done stuff for WB before. So, I think an open world game in Hogwarts sounds really cool. Like it'd be neat to like go out to like you know all the different areas around Hogwarts and stuff mm-hmm. and. It would be neat. A social... Oh, th- this this would be the perfect game for, like, a nemesis system. Ooh. It'd be oh, cool yeah. to have, like, student, like other students, like... Kind of like how Harry is with, like, Malfoy, you know? Like, in the early days and stuff like that. It's like, mm-hmm. you have these other students that, like, you're beefing with or whatever, you know? Like, that are kind of, <laughs> like, bullies or... Or maybe, heck, you bully them or something. I don't know. It'd be neat to have, like, a bully... Like, Rockstar's bully crossed with, like... The nemesis system of like Shadow of War and stuff like that. So, do you think it's yeah. going to be all in the school, or do you think it'll be a larger scale map? Well, it's it sounds like it's going to be sound uh, like in the areas like surrounding the school, probably. Okay. And it's mostly going to be focused on the school. Uh, there was some other stuff I read in there. I think it's supposed to take place a couple years after the last book slash movie, and oh. I think. Uh, Dealing with, like, a former Death Eater or something like that. Okay. Um, I mean, I, yeah. I need to watch the movies all, all over I mean, again. you could make Hogwarts the building as big as you want, I guess. Yes. Yeah. I, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I just feel like, I mean, you're saying, I feel like it'd be really cool if they took a sort of like a persona type. Social deal, links. But, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, so you can... Um, you know, take your classes and choose what things that you want to, like, level up in and then, mm-hmm. like, choose who you want to hang out with and then, like, whether or not the battles are, like, turn-based or not is, is less important, I guess, but I, I think about the social aspects and the uh, relationship and, like, how you spend your time, like, in Persona yeah. 5. Um, I feel like that could really work well in a game like this. Oh, totally. Yeah. I'm, I'm hyped. I was a little disappointed with the mobile game that came out 
keep coming oh, years ago. Yeah. Everyone was like, this is it. This is the Harry Potter RPG. I'm like, no, this should be one that's better. Like a natural RPG, not like a natural <laughs> game where you have to wait like 20 minutes to do one thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this sounds cool, though. Uh, it's kind of back in the news for various reasons. Um, but yeah, that, that's like the closest thing to any new info we've got. Pipe, pipe, pipe. Uh, cool. Yeah. So, uh, poll list is interesting this week. Real quick, we have Trails of Cold Steel 3. That's from the Trails in the Sky series. Yeah. That is coming to Switch, even though there's like eight other games that like people won't be able to play on there. <laughs> um, yeah, so... And then there's uh, Trackmania coming to PC. That's the new Trackmania game. And then Iron Man VR is coming to PSVR. So that's the highlights of the poll list. Very good. Mm-hmm. Sweet. All right. Well, I know theaters are still shut down. Uh, but LJ, did you see any movies this week? Uh, I made it to the final stop on my DC rewatch. Nice. And I watched Justice League. Cool. Very good. Which, like it? Uh, I, I honestly, I had fun with it. Like, I know it's it's such a different movie than like what it should have been. Um, you could see there's a lot of things, uh, a lot of issues with it. Um, I, I still laughed at the CGI lip Superman. Uh, it looked better in some parts than others. Maybe that's because like some of those weren't actually reshoots. Because that was the whole thing about how uh, Henry Cavill was filming uh, Mission Impossible. And he literally could not shave it at the time uh, during those reshoots. Dang. So they CGI'd, wow. they CGI'd the mustache off. That's so <laughs> weird. Mm-hmm. That's so strange. <laughs> yeah, so especially the beginning part is like this footage that these kids took on a phone, like asking them questions, and it looks so bad in that part to me. Um, that's the where it looks... The, it, that's where it looks terrible. And that's like the first thing you see of the new movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I like... So, I mean, I mostly like the plot and stuff like that. I think it's cool, like, dealing with, like, the mother boxes and stuff like that. Though, Steppenwolf feels like a generic dark side. Uh, he feels like a Walmart <laughs> brand dark side. Uh, which, to me, like, I'm like, okay, that's cool if you're going to get him in there to actually build up the coming of dark side. I think they only mention it, mention actually dark side, like, once or twice. Yeah. But I'm just like, I think he, it would have been cool for them to know, like, okay, this is just a general. This isn't the big bad. Which, at first, I was like, they should just make it Darkseid. But then I'm like, well, no, because they're still not really a team enough to take on Darkseid. So I was like, okay, I get this. Um, but, I mean, mostly I enjoyed my uh, my rewatch. I kind of would have loved to see what a sequel would have been like. But obviously we're not going to get that since Batfleck is no, is no longer a thing. Um, but, yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed it. I I still really wasn't a fan of the socially awkward Ezra, uh, Barry Allen. I think maybe just because I'm so used to the version from the show. Um, like, I get it. Like, I think it's neat to take him in that direction. But I'm just like, I don't know if I like it. Uh, I, think, I really liked Ray Fisher as Cyborg. I think they would have really grown Ezra Miller's Flash into the Flash that we know later on. You kind of right, see that right. in Suicide Squad. Uh, I can't remember what he says exactly, but it's very—it's much more confident uh, in that than it is in Justice League, and he's kind of coming into the humor uh, that he's known Squad? for. I can't remember what he says. Was he in Suicide Squad? Yeah. Oh, I don't even remember. Yeah, he's a little thing where he's catching one of the uh, people that are one of the Suicide Squad like members. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I remember now. Yeah. But 
It kind of reminds me of like the Flash TV show. Uh-huh. Flash is always better in it, like stuff that is not his show. When he's like an Arrow, he's always yeah. at his best because I think the writers are just having more fun with it. Uh-huh. Like he's at Rajal Ghul's assassin's place, and he's like, "Whoa, you guys have a hot tub." <laughs> and he's talking about the Lazarus pit, and like he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. "This dungeon is so cool." <laughs> I, I think that the awkwardness would have kind of turned into once he as he learned who he was because he's not the Flash yet. Like more confidence. Yeah. yeah, once he started to know who he was, I think That's it would true. have gotten more of a Spider-Man. It's really sad that we're not gonna be able to see that kind of grow. Maybe we will with Flashpoint, but yeah. And so that's where I'm also confused, because then I'm like, where are we going from here? You know, kind of a deal. Like, And so since then, we've had Aquaman and Shazam and, and like Birds of Prey, and those are still very like standalone films. So I'm like, I still have no idea like what's even going to happen uh, with the future of, if they're even doing like a cinematic universe still. Um but yeah, I really liked Cyborg. I really liked Ray Fisher as Cyborg. I thought he was a cool character, even though he was like a little more brooding and more serious than we're used to in like Teen Titans and stuff like that. Um, but I love. I kind of enjoyed how like the story kind of hinged on on him a little bit because of the mother box technology and stuff. So, uh, with that said, I'm. I don't. I still don't know if the Snyder Cut is gonna save this movie, but I I am excited to see it. Cool. So. Yeah. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Shelly, you watched Marvel instead of DC, right? Yep. Um, I'm pretty <laughs> sure the only one we watched this week ended up being Doctor Strange. And that movie just looks so cool. Like, mm-hmm. I, I remember... So I first watched it, I think, in 3D, because I was like, oh, we should watch it in 3D. Um, all the effects and stuff. And, like, I, th- I think it's an underrated one. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily love Doctor Strange. I remember when it first came out, people were not, like, raving I think about they like the They're character raving. more than the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fair. Um, mm-hmm. It's just... I don't know. I thought everyone, like, acted so, like, well. Like, Rachel McAdams was, like... It's, she's just such a great actress. And, um... Obviously, Ben Cumberbatch. It's just kind of like a sad that Rachel McAdams' character doesn't, like, do more. She's still, like, kind of that stereotypical, you know, superhero girlfriend type <laughs> character. Yeah. I That always annoys me with Marvel movies because um, most of them don't end up... DCC. They kind of <clears throat> do, like, one important thing and that's it. Like, that's yeah. it. That's all they get. That's She's, her character is Night Nurse in the comics and mm-hmm. I feel like the Night Nurse in Rosario Dawson's Night Nurse in the Defenders and like those mm-hmm. Netflix shows is way more of a hero and then we got to see yeah. Obi. Yeah. And like on one hand it's like kind of cool that she's just like a nurse and that's you know she's a hero in her own way in that but at mm-hmm. the same time I, again it's just a little annoying how Yeah. I don't think they showcase it as well in the movie. Happening. Yeah. So um but again, such a fun thing to watch, uh, and the character of Doctor Strange is so cool, um, and I'm pretty excited for the next Doctor Strange movie. I mean, they even literally say, like, you can use this to jump around the multiverse, and I'm just like, <laughs> we were just told the multiverse is way sooner than we thought. <laughs> we just missed it. 
Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> that's true. But it's going to get really slapped in our face when the next Doctor Strange, whenever it comes out, eventually. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like, I like, or I'm glad we're watching these Marvel movies because um, I miss going to go see new ones. Like, I wanted to see Black Widow, but, you know, thank you, <gasps> pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot our next about one, that one. Our next one's on the list is uh, Black Panther, though, so I'm pretty happy for that. Sweet. Yeah, that's, that's a good movie. One. That'll be very good. That's all I've watched. I never yielded. Uh, all right, we can get into... Oh, no, I did see something. I watched Violet Evergarden, Eternity, and the Auto Memories doll, which... That definitely sounds like an anime movie. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, that's an anime title for sure. The title doesn't really make sense for the movie. I kind of does, but I don't know. I think they could have found a more fitting title. Um, Not the Eternity you're thinking of? Yeah. It's just... I don't know. I get it, I guess, <laughs> but it's a weird title. Uh, the movie is really well done. Um, Violet Evergarden show, if you haven't seen it, do so. It's amazing. Uh, I will say, I mentioned this before the podcast, so I'm going to say it the podcast too. Um, there is a friendship that is happening <laughs> in the show, and I literally, uh, call me uncultured, uh, I didn't know if they were just gay or if it was just Japan, and I didn't know which it was. <laughs> and they do that. They do that in sound euphonium. It's very annoying. You're just like, can you just like, either make it official or like make it clear they're not dating? Can we stop with this weird in between thing? Like, <laughs> like they take a bath together, and I know it's a very Japanese thing, but they're not in Japan. Right. It's very much like in France. Um, That's true. Yeah. They, and I was just not, like, yeah. I don't know. Are they are they dating or not? I'm confused. Um, <laughs> which wouldn't make sense for Violet Evergarden uh, knowing the show, but I was just confused. Um, the story itself, though, really really touching. If you watched Violet Evergarden special, there was a time break in that, I believe, um, and there's a time break in this, so it's almost like watching two episodes put together. Huh. Um, but the two episodes are a cohesive story. Just kind of cool. I was gonna say they're probably considered like OVAs or whatever, really. Yeah, they're cohesive. It's it's all one uh, story arc, but oh okay, two very different uh, times. It's really cool, really touching. I don't want to give away too much, um, but and it's it's kind of deep too, like story wise. Uh, I there was a lot of stuff that I wasn't expecting as far as uh, there is. The girl that's going to school, and uh, she just seems kind of like just a stuck-up girl that's going to school doesn't want to. Uh, but her story actually gets kind of detailed as far as um, she has a lot of backstory going on in there. It was really cool and kind of unexpected. Hmm. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. You guys should watch it. If you haven't watched the show, watch the show. I haven't watched the show yet. That's I've amazing. I watched the show, but I never watched the special. Yeah, Violet Evergarden special. Show. Yeah. There is another is movie good. coming out, but I can't remember what it's called. Something about fire, which is heartbreaking because this is the studio that was arsoned a year ago or two years ago. Oh, Dang yeah. Dang it, you're right. Yeah, that was like a year ago. Yeah, and so the show, the movie that they're coming out with soon, um, I think COVID-19's got it kind of delayed, is about fire. And 
the whole show, for people who don't know, the character of this Violet Evergarden is this. She was raised, adopted and raised as like a soldier. And that's all she knows is fighting. She doesn't know emotion at all. She wasn't allowed emotion. Uh, she was basically just a war machine. Uh, and her caretaker, basically, dies, uh, as far as we know. And there's like, she has to kind of go into civilian life. and But she's never felt emotion before or explored emotions before. And so she's learning emotions by writing letters to people uh, as a job. Oh, and, cool. Yeah. And so it's it's very, very touching, but the movie about the fire is going to be very emotional, I think, because it's going to be about going through um, the emotions of it all. And they're really, really good at that. Whoever the studio is, I can't remember the name of them. Um, they're really, really good at exploring emotion. Hmm. So watch the show, guys. That's all. <laughs> we can get into all of the news going on. Sweet. Yeah, so um, as was teased at the top of the show, Sherlock Holmes is too nice. Or at least uh, that's what the Conan Doyle estate thinks <laughs> for this new um, Netflix movie that's coming out called Enola Holmes. And so the idea of it is that there's um, the Holmes have a kid sister. Um, and so it's like, they actually started from a book series by not Conan Doyle, but actually Nancy Springer, um, called the Enola Holmes Mysteries, um, huh. which was actually acquired by Netflix in April. So to make this movie, it has Millie Bobby Brown um, as Enola, which of course, like, she's just great. Um, so like, you know, there's just, I don't think there's any trailers right now. I think there's just pictures. And so it looks really good. But the problem is that the Conan estate is actually filing a lawsuit um, against the, I guess, Netflix. Um, it's crazy. They don't like this portrayal of Sherlock Holmes as being warm and empathetic. Um, so the Doyle estate, they own the rights to um, a bunch of Doyle's works. Um, they used to own it all, but don't anymore, right? I think so, yeah. They own, um, like four through ten or something like that so thing is but in those movies um sherlock has is like nice in those even though like when you think of like i mean my most um when i watch sherlock when i think of sherlock i think of like robert Downey jr i think of benedict cumberbatch and i think (laughs) of um there's that show elementary and it had lucy liu in it um but i think of those and he's not nice. He's not a nice guy. He's not supposed to be nice. He's he's very analytical. Mm-hmm. Right. He's Even very in the focused. recent video games, he's very much like that. Too. Exactly. And like that's his whole thing is that he doesn't have a heart, but he has like this crazy brain. Mm-hmm. So um, this is just such a weird like thing because they're just like, oh, you're you're stealing our ideas from these you're books. Stealing a, exactly. <laughs> you're stealing our ideas from like you know how of Sherlock being like nice because you gave but, him some kindness. But this is also based off of an entirely different book series. Like, this is mm. not original right. to Sherlock. Yeah, so this strange. is different. It's inspired. It's weird. Um, so we'll see how it goes, I guess. Um, but, like, the, this, again, the screenshots look really good. I think it has Henry Cavill in it. Um, yes. As well. He may actually be Sherlock. I don't remember. Um, 
and Helena Bonham Carter's in it too. Like, this, they have the cast. Like, they put lots of time and energy into this, and they're getting sued because some people are upset with Sherlock being nice, um, thinking that's taking their idea. So, it's just weird. It's a weird I, time. I kind of get it, but at the same time, it's like dumb, especially something like that. Like, there's all these things about, like, the different estates and all these different rights holders. Like, you can't do this, but you can't do, you know, but you can do this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm also a little bit better because then companies like uh, Harry Potter, Warner Brothers and Harry Potter recently took down Broomstick League. And I, like, uh, well, that's not confirmed, but basically that company got shut down. Like, they basically said, we're taking it off Steam. We can't tell you why. Like, oh you know, peace out. And everybody's saying, like, oh, it's because of Harry Potter. And I'm like... It's inspired by the thing. It doesn't have to be like yeah. To me, exactly. to me, like people like being inspired by your work should be flattery. You know, like yeah, it should yeah. be flattering. But so no, I don't know. They're just like no, but these ten books that we have yeah. are the only yeah. ones where he's nice, and you not have the story murder. where he's nice, and therefore, <laughs> like you're taking this character that we own. Yeah. And with and Broomstick League, I would make more sense if they were working on a Quidditch. But like we have no word of them making footage. footage. Like, it's close. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Then there's the whole thing about like the Lord of the Rings TV show. How it's like, I was reading how they there's certain things they can't do, so they have to you know, so they're gonna do this kind of stuff. Like, I don't know. Like it just it's kind of like let people like be inspired and you, uh, which I also find weird because in things like Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor, people are upset because that story is so out of whack and how Shelob is, like, a woman and stuff. It's like, nobody complained about that, you know? Like, (laughs) nobody... I know. It's just... Yeah, it's it's annoying. Yeah. um, It makes sense. The show looks cool. Um, It does. We'll see where it goes, what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Um, Some more weird news. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, I think... We may have mentioned it before that there's actually two pirates movies in the works right now. So there's one that's supposed to be kind of like a, a reboot of sorts, and um, I think it's with the creator of Pirates One through Four. Um, so that's something, and who knows if Jack Sparrow's gonna be in that, right? And that's the thing for me. It's like, why watch why watch Pirates if it's not Jack Sparrow? Like that's what pirates is but whatever that's kind of why people that's go to that yeah that, that's just me um but we're, so we're getting a reboot sort of movie but then we're also getting an original maybe like spin-off type movie that's going to feature margot robbie and actually has the writer from birds of prey which i know people have mixed opinions on birds of prey so kind of take that as you will i think mm-hmm. margot like robbie's also producing it so um i think it may be cool if it's like a um, like if she ended up being kind of like this like woman Jack Sparrow type character I think that might be a fun idea mm-hmm. but I think the problem is like I don't really know how many pirate stories you can make I mean look at the pirate movies that have already come out in Pirates of the Caribbean and they've already kind of rehashed their same ideas over and over and I just don't really know how far you can get and there's not like a lot of source material can get for this because the original Pirates was a based on a ride theme park ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's not like you can like pull and out some unused based like, on material toys, so. and like make it cool like you can in Marvel or DC. No, Even Black just... Sails only had three seasons before it. 
mm-hmm. was kind of just over. Like, there's just nothing more you could do. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's weird that there's two different parts movies that are supposed to be, they're, they're separate. Like, they're not connected. Um, it's just weird. I don't know. I never, I, I kind of stopped following Pirates. Um, the first one's the best one, obviously. <laughs> and I actually like the one that has the mermaid. I think that might be number four. I think it's four. But I don't uh, like is that on Strange Tides? Uh, with the yes, I, I think. Because that's the one where they're going after like the Fountain of Youth. I think. Yes, that is that one. Yeah. yeah, I liked one through four. I haven't seen the newest one, which is like five. I think there's like five or six of them, right? I think. I so there's the five. One. Yeah. Okay. Um, because this one would be like potentially one of these two would be number six, or they may just oh, not that's be. That's so weird. Who knows? I. That's like the Transformers thing. Like it is. Like two it's of those. weird. I don't like it. I don't think it's a smart <laughs> move. I think it's like, if you can't keep like, come up with something original. Yeah. Like, don't just keep going back to like this idea. Then I don't know. Well, and like Transformers, really what's with having a spinoff and a reboot at the same time? I don't know. Like that's a weird thing to it. do. <laughs> yeah. I can't handle that much pirates. Like again, I, I only really liked the first movie and like kind of enjoyed watching four, but none of the others. And I just don't know if I can handle two more movies, unless like trailers come out and they look real good. I don't. The Marco suspect. Robbie one sounds cool and something unique, but I don't know about the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll see. Um, and then finally, just some. Not so great news, but very expected news. Um, Mulan and Tenet are absolutely delayed. I know we, one or two weeks ago, talked oh. about like, oh, they're still set for the summer. They're still set for, you know, July or whatever. But no, they're pushed back until, I think, Tenet's going to be August 12th. As of right now, Mulan's set for August 21st. Um, Nolan didn't even want to delay it a week So for Tenet. <laughs> it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, He's not going to be happy. Very delayed. It's, you know, but the whole thing is that, like, New York has um, pushed back on on their theaters opening, mm-hmm. so they're not having their theaters open yet. And New no York Broadway obviously, either. Yeah, um, obviously that's huge for the entertainment industry. Like mm-hmm. to have a major city like New York um, not gonna have theaters, like you don't get any of that profit. I just you know makes sense for them to delay it. Like they they want that, and that's fair. I think. Um, I, th- I, I think a lot of states a lot of are too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think Washington State's theaters are opening anytime soon. I mean, at least definitely not in King County. King County just moved into Phase 2 not long ago, so um, mm. we're, we're on the slow. We're going slow, but steady. Um, we, we stayed on Phase 2, and my theater next to my house was going to open July 10th, but not no more. I was so uh, close. Uh. <laughs> yep. Um, and I already know, like, one of the other movies we talked about a couple weeks ago about being in the summer was the Spongebob movie. But not the Spongebob mm-hmm. movie, because that's an actual movie you can watch now. That's um, the good one. Spongebob, Sponge Out of Water. Um, that's the one with, uh... Ah, what's his name? The internet loves him. He's in cyberpunk. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Kill me. Yes. Oh, yeah, because he's, like, the hedge. Like, yeah, the, he's the in that sage. movie. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I'm sage, sage, and I'm sage. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, that movie is, I believe, going straight to streaming. Um, okay. Because that was another one that was potentially coming out this summer. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, again, I movies are crazy time. Oscars. Or, sorry, Grammys? Ooh, Whatever it is Oscars. for movies. Yeah. Oscars. 
It's gonna be so weird for 2020. It's gonna yeah. be Like, I don't even know how that's gonna go. <laughs> you know, they may not even have a physical meeting. I, I understand that, <laughs> yeah. but like, actually Pretty having soon. awards, like, how's that gonna go? <laughs> like, how are they gonna judge that? I, I don't know. I'm not gonna think about it. We'll mail it to you. spray the awards down with Lysol and then mail it. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's gonna be so strange. That's all. That's all of our news for today for movies. It's so weird. Cool. Well, we'll get into TV then. The only thing I've done, we didn't actually bring this up in the news at all, but Avatar, The Last Airbender, has gotten an update uh, on Netflix. Yes. And I mentioned it last week. Did you? Okay, I couldn't remember if we did or not. Mm-hmm. It's HD, so I've, I've been watching a little bit more of that, and it's much easier to watch now that it's high definition. And one thing that I think is interesting, but I'm glad they didn't, is it's not stretched to 16 by 9. It is HD, but it's right. still in a square, um, so you're not like losing picture. Uh, oh, cool. Which is a good thing, I think. Um, yeah, because they probably couldn't, like... Yeah, Yeah, I mean, if you cropped it to 16.9, you'd lose a lot of the picture that's going mm-hmm. on. So, that is good to me. Um, but that's all I've been watching. I'm sure the image quality is a lot better. Yeah, super clean looking. It looks HD. It looks like the rest of the show now, on the first season. <laughs> uh, so, cool. go Netflix. That's awesome. I'm glad they did that. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it much easier to watch. If you were trying to watch it and you're like, I can't watch this grainy nonsense because uh, you'd never watched Avatar before, uh, you it'll be a little bit easier for you now. Uh, such a good show. Go ahead, LJ. What's what's going on in One Piece? Um, it turns out I've watched more episodes than I thought I had originally. So, I mean, it's still not a lot. I'm, I think I watched like 19 episodes. Like, I've, I've finished with like the first couple like small introductory arcs. They don't have the full crew yet. But also, I saw on Facebook today, I discovered that they're up to 930 uh, with the newest episode. So I'm just like, dang, I don't know if I'm going to get there, but it's also one of those things where I'm like, I lost track of how many episodes I watched. So if I lose track more often, maybe I'll get there soon, sooner than I think. So I'm going to keep watching it. It's kind of the only thing I've really watched other than like usual stuff like Superstore and all that. Uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm growing more attached to it. So cool. That's exciting. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all. Shelly hasn't doesn't look like you've seen much TV. Uh uh-uh. uh. All good. I was so proud that I watched that movie because I was like, man, I watched Avatar. I watched a show that's like ten years old, and that was it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> they got I watched a movie that was like a year old. <laughs> Gonna try to be a little bit geekier next week. Um. You get two out of three. That's not bad, Shelly. I've had nothing but time, so I've <laughs> I got it covered and then some. Me and Shelly, if we're two for three, I feel like we're doing all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, getting to the TV news. Um, I think the the biggest thing to talk about uh, before we get into like the question and everything, because uh, we do have another uh, listener question, is people. A lot of these streaming services, they are. Deleting episodes of shows that include blackface, uh, which is very mm-hmm. topical. It's not a problem. We can't get super political about anything. Uh, but I don't think racism is political. Um, I think that... So it's Scrubs, Golden Girls, The Office, mm-hmm. and Community. Which, it's crazy to me that those shows have blackface in it. Golden Girls is like an older show. And Scrubs is a little bit older. Um uh, Mm-hmm. But, like, it surprised me that The Office and Community, Community especially, would have 
episodes with blackface yeah. in them in any way. And I don't remember it being in Scrubs, but if it is, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess my take on it is that it's I, I don't think it's necessarily super intentional, but it's one of those things where it's kind of like, you know, there's there's a lot of unintentional, like, you know, people, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not racist. But then there's like a lot of unintentional things that people do, you know, like, right. That, you know, like, so I think in that regards, that's where I kind of fit this. So I understand it, you know, like, yeah, because um, then there's the community one that I can only speak to the community one. Because that's the only one I think I've actually seen. But he uh, basically one of the characters is like he's he, he's pretending he's a drow basically, and so which I can totally see that you like know, a drow elf from D anD D. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's like I totally get that, and and how like yeah, that's probably unintentional. You know. So he but, wasn't doing it for like it wasn't blackface necessarily. It was drow face. That I mean, you're still painting yourself <laughs> right, black. Right. But it's close enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, and, and I so, see. Like I said, it it's like the unintentional thing. So it's like I guess if there's a time to do it, uh, like there the time is now. Right. Uh, there was a there was a game I played a, a couple years ago. I think I may have reviewed it. Uh, it was called Chuchel, and it was this weird little adventure storybook game where you're this little character, mm-hmm. and he was this little ball, this little black ball. He had like an orange hat, and he had like a, a black face look to him. And so I never thought of that, but out of nowhere, one uh, one week they're like, hey, like. We didn't under you know we didn't think about this when we made the character, but you know hey we're changing it. So what they did was they changed the character to orange, and then they made the little hat it was wearing black. So I was like okay that's kind of cool you know like I I you know it's it's those type of things it's like I I never think about and I'm sure others don't think about. Well, it's like Jinx so it's in like, Pokemon. Yeah, she oh, yeah, they yeah, changed her to purple. Jinx. She was black with big lips. Um, I just another thing, the thing I never I really thought about, about either. But my high school. We actually did. They called it blackout for football, oh. and we would wear all black. And I never did it because um, I didn't watch football. Um, but our high school football team, right, like right. the entire crowd, would wear all black and then paint their face black. Uh, and it was like blackout the crowd. Uh, but yeah, definitely would be. I don't know if they still that do that or not. Yikes. It's a small town. Sure, hope not. Ooh. Calling them out right. here on high school here on South Dakota. <laughs> Um, hopefully they, I'm sure they've changed their ways by now. I think that, I think it's a good thing. I don't, I can see a lot of people going, uh, the other way around this. I think that Looney Tunes has done it back a while back. And I know people are freaking out about the, they're taking away guns from Looney Tunes now, but Looney Tunes (laughs) and Disney, I believe has done it too, is they've had episodes that were very racist because they're old episodes. And Mm -hmm. I can't remember where they were showing them at, but they said, we're keeping them as is, um, because this is the history as as it was, and we don't want to delete the history. Uh, so um, I think Gone with the Wind was the one that got removed on HBO Max, mm-hmm. where they ended up bringing it back and put the like warning in front of it. Mm-hmm. And then I think Disney Plus, there's stuff like I think Song of the South and other things that are totally gone from Disney Plus because of that. Yeah, and I get the, like the two sides of this is you should reserve that history. And I kind of get that from, like, maybe it should be in a museum or something. It doesn't necessarily need to be, like, out for everybody. Um, right, right. And for you to say, oh, they're censoring the artists. Well, you in saying that would be censoring these streaming services uh, from doing what they think is right. Like, they have the right mm-hmm. to do that because they own the rights to these episodes. And they can yeah. kind of do what they want to them. Um, yeah, totally. And I think, you know... The little, every little bit we can do right now, um, 
and it's important from here on out uh, is important. Yeah. If there's a small change that you can make to make the world a little bit better um, and a little less racist, then it's, you know, a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah, that's where I stand on it. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about streaming services, we got Princess Bride on Quibi. <laughs> I can't believe how much I'm talking about Quibi on the podcast. <laughs> How do they oh keep gosh. making news? I don't know. Uh, they've made, they've remade Princess Bride. It is a fan-made movie, but the it's fans are celebrities movie. like Sophie Turner and one of the Jonas Brothers, the one that's married to Sophie Hugh Turner. Hugh Jackman's in there. Hugh Jackman's in it. And uh, I, I don't know if it's free. I bet you have to have pay for Quibi to watch it. Um, if you've seen Princess Bride, Sophie Turner plays Wesley. Uh, Which is, the look is hilarious because it's so close. It's yeah, close. she does a really good job. I, yeah. I looking like him. Uh, but it's <laughs> it's like worse than Sharknado. It feels like um, a bunch of people on quarantine filmed themselves on their cell phones because they I were bored. I think that's the idea. Oh, I hate that. It's so bad. Uh, I, I think yeah. as long as it's not like a full production remake, like as long as they weren't taking it seriously, I think it's okay. Yeah, like it's obviously a joke. I don't think anybody wants I don't know if you'll have to pay money to see it or not. I sure hope not. No, it's it's a Quibi thing. It's like you watch it on Quibi. But do you have to pay for the Quibi subscription? But do you pay for yeah. Probably. Well, then it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Never pay for Quibi, dude. I mean, you can watch that. I think they got like a trailer and stuff on Instagram that they put on there. Yeah. It's like a weird trailer thing. He's like, beware of the rat. And the rat is like literally Sophie Turner's dog. With a uh, like neck pillow around its head. Yeah. That was funny. Like, I legitimately <laughs> laughed because... Like it's intentionally to be like a home movie, like and like I think, in that I think it's funny, and I think wasn't there on the trailer? I think like wasn't some of the proceeds to what they were doing going to some kind of like charity or something? That could be. I don't know. I didn't read that far. I didn't look at that on the Instagram uh, post that I saw. It just it it reminds I me of Sharknado. I, I think I read up on it somewhere else because I was trying to figure out if this was the same thing that that was related to Quibi and I found out it is okay so because I saw that there was that and then that and then there was another article I read where Quibi got mentioned and so it turns out the two were the same if you like Sharknado and terrible YouTube fan films uh, (laughs) that are made by two teenagers in their garage this is for you (laughs) pretty much (laughs) but with big celebrities I mean it's the weirdest thing I can't believe it exists I think I think it's fun, like just because it's like nobody like intended to take it seriously because nobody wants a remake anyway. Yeah, the Quibi is I don't know. They're just Quibi like reenacting is. scenes, I think. So I don't have Quibi. I don't think any of us have really checked no. the app out. Uh, but like the pondering asks, other than Quibi, what is the worst streaming platform you've ever used? Mm. LJ, do you have one? I think Crackle was pretty bad. I think mostly because of how ad-filled it is. Because it's like... I think Sony even owns Crackle. But it's like there's so much free stuff on there. But apparently there's there's like ads... There's a lot of ads from what I remember. Okay. It is owned by Sony, I, yeah. I think I watched it... I think I watched it once to watch like Joe Dirt 2 or something. Which was terrible. <laughs> Joe um, Dirt 2? Yes. Don't, don't even... I mean, if you're that curious, you can look it up. But it's terrible. It's bad. Does it have... Um, what's his face? David Spade in it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Huh? 
Okay. Um, no, it's bad. Um, but I think that was where I watched it, and then like I looked on Crackle that that stuff. Like, there's like free movies and stuff on there, but it's just not a good service. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. I mean, there's probably worse out there, but yeah. I I'm think like... I have everyone topped, but I'll I'll get to it. <laughs> uh, you have one, Shelly? I'm I'm trying to think, and I really haven't experienced a lot of streaming services in general. So all the ones I've you know, experience have been pretty good. And, you know, once people talk about, like, Netflix and Hulu, um, I get pretty annoyed with Hulu with um, how it still, unless you pay for premium, gives you ads. It's still annoying to me, but um, that's not, it's not bad. It's not a bad streaming service. I forget about that because I, I ended up paying for premium because I got tired of that. I was like, nope, I'm paying for the premium. Yeah, so I, I don't want to say... That's not bad, Hulu's though. Hulu's the worst, because Hulu's not the worst, but I just haven't <laughs> experienced enough streaming services to know worse, I guess. Okay. So. The ads make sense to me on Hulu, because it simulates, like, the commercial breaks, whatever. Right. It's like, you get an ad or two, and then it's fine. Yeah. I, besides Disney+, Plus, because I'm going to be real here, Disney+, Plus on the PlayStation, at least, terrible. Uh, it'll literally play, and it'll freeze the video but Ooh, keep that, playing that the sound app was bad whenever it came out i don't i don't know if it's still it it's is. still doing it to me and then Oof. it'll catch up with itself and restart to where it froze yes. and play it okay, again yeah i know exactly what you're talking about i haven't watched it enough on my xbox yet to see if like it does it on xbox too but yeah i know what you're talking about but that's not my that's not my worst it is it does bug me i can't believe that disney plus put that out with like disney put that out with so many bugs that app is buggy uh, but the worst streaming service that i've ever used uh, and it's still a thing. I don't remember. I thought they, like, turned it off. But it was called <laughs> Con TV. And it's a... The idea when I got it was that you could watch convention panels live through the app. Uh, did anybody use it? I don't think I ever used it for that. And I can't remember why. Um, but the idea now is, like... I'm, I'm going through it right now. It was that. And then they had a comic book show. It was kind of interesting. Uh, hmm. And then they had, like, old horror movies. Like, like 70s horror movies that I would never That's watch. so weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they had the rights to. Now they've got weird shows that I've never heard of traded. Uh, a father must leave his ranch for Dodge City to save his daughter from an old enemy, putting his reputation as fast as draw in the West to the test. I don't know. I don't know what any of these are. Um, but it was like, it was made for San Diego Comic-Con and I think New York Comic-Con. Um, and so the app just wasn't the greatest and I was paying money for it. And I don't remember ever watching live panels, which was the whole point of it. Because everything, can they can just use Twitch and YouTube now. Yeah. And I'm almost positive that it wasn't a thing for a while and that they literally i I was still paying the five dollars a month for no reason (laughs) and they were like we're gonna cancel your subscription because this isn't gonna exist anymore but here it is in all of its glory you can also read comics it looks like so that's kind of cool which there's also better ways to read comics probably true the first one is star trek and the star trek is comic is of the new what's his face is star trek uh J.J. Abrams. Back to the Future comic. I don't know any of these. Battlestar Galactica. Anyways. 
that's that's my streaming service. Sorry to the people that made Con TV. I really liked the idea, uh, but I don't know why I gave you five dollars a month for like a year. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> we'll get into our last our last news story for TV, and that is um, a new YouTube. Not YouTube. It's an actual show coming out. I don't know where it's coming out at. Um, a new trailer that came out for something called Kids See Ghosts, which you said, LJ, was actually the name of Kanye and what is his name? Kid, something Kid? Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi. It was, yeah, it's the name of uh, a collaboration album that, that they did in the last couple of years. Okay. So those yep. two are making this show, and it's an animated show that yes. looks really pretty put extremely bizarre and uh mm-hmm. i would recommend listening to the trailer on low or on silent because i think you'll appreciate it a lot more if you don't have to listen to the which is kanye voicing this bear kanye bear kanye bear kanye bear and and kid fox and kid fox and they're the fox talks talks the fox talks, but the bear just makes weird noises, and uh, I don't know. It's a thing. It looks very like CG, but also mm. like pretty anime looking. Looks definitely like they want you to watch that on drugs. That's for sure. <laughs> you can watch it on the Holy Spirit. Okay. Yeah. Yes. High off life. <laughs> which there is a Kid Cudi song called High Off Life. There you um, go. And Kanye is a Christian now, so maybe that's exactly yeah. where we're going with this. I don't. I don't know. I, I as a so I'm I'm kind of a fan of like Kid Cudi's music helped me a lot. Uh, whenever like his first couple albums were were just so like the, his albums helped me a lot. And then Kanye West, like his first couple albums, I was I used to listen to a lot. And so. I, I'm excited about it as a fan of both of these because they do a lot of collab, collabs a lot. Like, they have their own little, like, sub-label. Uh, they're actually, like... So, Kids See Ghost is the first album with them as a duo. So, that means there's probably going to be more. I mean, they've mm-hmm. always worked on each other's stuff. So, I mean, I'm excited just as a fan of both of these artists. It reminds me of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Looking at Kind of, yeah. It's got that kind of look to it. Yeah. Very, like, color pop. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see the, the little bear mascot back, too. That was, like, nostalgic for me because he used to have that little bear character on his albums. Okay. Uh, like, up until, like, after his graduation album, like, that was it. Like, it was, like, the first three albums I think he had him on. Cool. It's mm-hmm. bizarre. I like it. I think I'm going to check it out. Yeah. As long as the trailer's on YouTube. they say more than what they said in the trailer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And if it becomes this weird, like, art thing where, like, they don't say much, like, and there's, like, trippy music behind it because knowing Kanye and Kid Cudi both, like, as uh, knowing Kanye as a producer and Kid Cudi, like, they can make some trippy stuff, so I'm excited. Cool. Looks very cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Are you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Nope. No, I don't think so. All right. Well, we'll end the podcast there. LJ, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at WarHeroLJ, and then you can find me uh, on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace, streaming some more Portal 2, which has been a great time. Cool. And Shelly? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. All right. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace. Bye.
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on!